Encounters with Darkness. I am Ashley. And I'm Melissa. And we have Harlow here as our special guest. This is <laughs> Melissa's daughter and she is amazing. Harlow, are you awesome? Yes. <laughs> she is. <laughs> so we went to... No, we didn't go swimming. Okay. We're going to tell them about when we went to the vessel building. Okay. <laughs> You'll hear that a lot. It's <laughs> fine. <laughs> so we went to the Veslage building, which is located in Seymour, Indiana, and it has so much yeah. history. That Seymour itself here. was built back here. in the 1900s. I think so. Yeah. Um, you want to go over there? You want to sit with Ashley? You want to sit with me? For a chair for Harlow? Okay. Here. We gotta get a chair for Harlow. Here's a chair for Harlow. There you go. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. Alright, so yes, I think it was back in the 1900s. Yeah, you can totally fact check us on that and we'll let you know. But it's an old building, and it has been so many different things. Inside the Vestlage building, it has a lot of different businesses that are modern today. But one thing that all these businesses have in common is they've all had their own separate encounters with something strange within the building. <laughs> which was extremely interesting. <laughs> that was my reaction. It wasn't what I expected to from a group investigation. Yeah, like from like from a group investigation, it was it was interesting. There was part We can't be quiet. We're putting on a podcast. we could actually go into business-wise, so we just thought it was kind of the best option at the time. I yeah, we glasses. Oh. Okay. Don't break them. 
She's wearing the glasses. You look you look really smart. <laughs> like you look smarter than you always That's do. Broken. It's broken. It's okay. It's okay that it's broken. But yeah, going to a group investigation was was weird. Me personally, I thought that it was going to be super chaotic. Like to the point where we weren't going to be able to really investigate because I don't know. I just assumed that it would be not not exactly what it was. I just know like which I think it was more. I've been on like group investigations like with um, like when I went to Waverly Hills. Yeah, and I think coming at it from an actual paranormal investigation standpoint, I should have seen it as like we're just people looking around the building. Yeah. But we were coming at it from a different angle. So mm-hmm. I think that's why I was kind of oh. like, oh no, it'll work out, but... There were moments. There were moments. <laughs> <laughs> there there were moments. Now, the, the cool thing about it, though, was we got to meet a couple different... Make connections, I guess? That was... That was really cool. And there was a lot of people there that's never done an investigation before, and they kind of felt this was their opportunity to see what it was like to do one. Mm-hmm. So it was cool to see how many people would come over and cling, I guess, yeah. to to us to see what our equipment was catching or how we were going about doing it. So it was almost like an educational moment sure. a little bit. You know, learn by watching, I guess. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. And one thing, it was, there was literally probably 30 people, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, probably more. A lot of people left at the end. Yes. Or, well, at the end of the, um, we went on a tour with Access the Paranormal. They put on the tour of the whole building. And a lot of people did leave as soon as the tour was done. They were like, all right, I've seen enough, I'm gone. (laughs) And that was with the lights on. They hadn't turned the lights off yet. Yeah. So... But it had creepy vibes. Mm-hmm. And this group investigation went on for how many, like a couple weeks, didn't it? For It was like three weekends. A, sat, a Friday, a Saturday, and a Sunday night. Yeah. For so three weekends. There was a lot of information floating around. Gotta love social media, right? Like a lot of different people were voicing what their experiences were, or should I say what their experiences were not. Mm-hmm. And it was so interesting to see them not have anything or just completely discredit the building because of one you know one time going there and doing an investigation yeah because on our end we actually got some things i thought that was pretty cool and i mean it does take like when you're with a group of people you might not catch some things that are happening so you have to be patient just like we didn't catch any get our footage until like the last 30 minutes of the investigation because people had left. Yes. So people automatically assume like they're there for an hour with 30 some people. They didn't see anything, experience anything, and then it's automatically not haunted. Yeah. Or discredit. nothing's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. You really can't. I, I really feel like, and me from a skeptical. Oh no. Here, I'll get a wipe. Yeah, I'll get a wipe. Oh, 
that is how my kid has always been. Anything on his hands, and he's like, the end of the world. So I think Harlow's handling this really well. discredit a lot of stuff off of one and I mean I'm kind of skeptical when it comes to a lot of this stuff but you can't discredit because you can't discredit everyone else's experiences because you didn't experience anything and I feel like Melissa has a really good um, kind of thought process on why that why that would happen yeah like how you were explaining it to me the I know other what day. You're, yeah okay good good so, I don't know if any of you know, like, Ed and Lorraine Warren, but I'm a huge fan. But they explain it kind of perfectly because you can live in a house. Let's say you've been places and nothing happens to you. But then you know people who go and they experience so much activity. And you're kind of confused as to why. Or vice versa. They don't experience anything, but you experience so much. And how they were explaining it is <clears throat> different spirits. Let's say a spirit is very sad or mm -hmm. very mad. They're going to cling to people who have that same mindset. <laughs> or let's say there's a spirit that like longed to be a mother and a person lived in a house and it had kids. They move out and then a woman moves in and has a newborn baby. She might experience things because she's always wanted to be a mother and now there's a woman in the house mm -hmm. who has a child. So they cling to their same mindset. They work off your energy, so if you're connecting with that spirit, you might experience a person who isn't on their same mental spectrum. Yeah. So basically saying, for someone who's going into something completely shutting out the, the possibility that you are going to maybe have an interaction with something that's not from our plane or from our world or however you want to look at what you view a a spirit or a ghost you know is it even from our dimension however it is that you view it if you don't go into it with an open mind and you completely shut out and you have that mindset through the entire time most likely you're not going to have an experience right. you're not going to have that connection with that side because you're building up a blockage yeah you're putting a wall up Mm -hmm. And maybe you can do that, you know, with living people, mm -hmm. <laughs> put that, put that wall up, that guard up, but this is the possibility of the unknown. So if you're having a guard up, you're not going to, you're not going to find that. You're not going to encounter anything. No. You're going to have a bad time. Yeah. You're going to be one of those that immediately discredit it. And that's not how research is done. That's not how you would go into anything. Think of all the medicine that we wouldn't have today had someone been completely skeptical that there would be a solution or there would be something that would come out of basically nothing, yeah. you know? That's just my that's my outlook. I'm not a scientist, so definitely don't source me. <laughs> <laughs> we don't really know what we're talking about. No. We're just... We're, <laughs> This is coffee talk right now, okay? <laughs> this is for sure coffee talk. But I think, too, skeptics, I don't know. I feel like there's also times when you're a full-on skeptic. What did I say that right? Skeptic. 
I feel like I'm saying that word too many words times. Words are hard. Sound like a word anymore. But they can mess with you more. And yeah, that's maybe they've you've angered them. Yeah, like by. they can say, "Oh, this person thinks I'm not real. Like I'm going to mess with them a little bit or something." But in in that, I feel like those skeptics are putting on a show yeah. for those moments. Like they're telling everyone. I'm a skeptic, I don't believe, none of this is real, but inside, like, their own thoughts that they're not relaying to anyone else, deep down they're scared. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of why they would pick on or feed off right. of that they work off person. fear, too. Oh, yeah, it's definitely an emotional yeah. connection, so, yeah, if you're going to talk a big game, you better be prepared to walk the walk. Yeah, for sure. Now... Not to put so much back on Melissa, but she had she had another <laughs> she had another really good thought process about this. So one of the spirits that's said to be in the Vestlage building upstairs is a little girl. A little girl spirit is said to to be there. Now one super weird thing that we did get after the camera died, which yeah. by the way, I'm gonna jump around a little bit here because that's what I do. But our camera, two fully charged batteries, you guys, died the moment we basically walked into the building. Mm -hmm. They did not work. Then they would start working, then they didn't work. Like, it was, that was stressful. For yeah. this to be our first actual investigation, like, it was so stressful that, okay, now the equipment's not working. <laughs> um, but afterwards, we did get, we were doing a spirit box, and... A little girl's laugh came across there, which was super eerie, mm -hmm. <laughs> especially because people are saying there's a little girl spirit roaming around the building. But this is where Melissa has a really good point for children ghosts. If you want to, if you want to touch on that a little bit. Well, through just I guess basic research. You know, if we go back to that, a lot of people think spirits are here because of unfinished business. But what unfinished business could a child possibly right. have? I mean, they're not they're not going to have that unfinished business to stick around. Mm -hmm. So it kind of goes into a little bit of demonology at that point where um, it's kind of known in the paranormal field that if it... A demon likes, you know, if you believe in that kind of thing, you know, they, they like to take the form of a child. So you, like, invite it in. Yeah. You put your, again, letting a guard down just in a, a different sense. But you, your heartstrings are being pulled at this point, and you're going to be more yeah. open to communicate with that. Mm -hmm. The more communication you give, if you, you know, believe in that sort of thing, the more power you're giving it. And... Through which, again, if you believe this, what I've read on demons is you have to accept them. You have to invite them. Like, yeah. they need that invitation. So they might, it's like there's three levels, I forget the first level, and then infestation and then oppression. And, like, the first one is they're going to do ghost activity where, like, they move things to get you noticed but not super scared. Yeah. 
because they don't want to make themselves known that they're like a fearful thing. And then you start noticing it, and then they do the infestation process where it's like they might make themselves more known. They might cause havoc on furniture or different things, and like then you start feeling the fear because then they work off the fear. Ghosts don't need fear to make themselves known. Yeah, there's demons do, and, and they're gonna they're going to play off of that. Right. So the moment that we're hearing, you know, me and Melissa, we've kind of already touched base on where we both stand and what we kind of believe in. So the moment that the investigators are telling us, okay, this is a room where people are seeing this little girl ghost. I mean, we're both just looking at each other like, what? <laughs> like, no, there's not. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm kind of, I'm on team Melissa with this <laughs> really. Like if there are ghosts, I really do not think that there would be a little child ghost. I think it's kind of a menacing thing. And I've touched on this with the kid in red. If you long-time listener and you listen to all my old podcasts before we brought Melissa on board. But I've had an encounter with, you know, a a child manifestation. And I never got a positive vibe off of that. It scared me. Obviously, that's why, you know, encounters with darkness, it was not, it was kind of, it was a scary moment. So was it was it really a child? I don't I don't feel like it was. Yeah. You know. But then it, there is the possibility that you know it was my grandmother's son where he was killed. You know, yes. that's all talked about in that episode, The Kid in Red. Definitely. Yeah, definitely check that out. Um, but we did have we did have a lot of experiences, and unfortunately, most of those were off camera. But I really feel like it's kind of how it's going to work out sometimes. The moment that you know that the cameras cameras are off, you get more comfortable as a person. Yeah. You're more open to, to talk and not be so bashful. So why wouldn't that happen if these were once people, now spirits? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't they be the same way? Right. You know, a little bashful. Everyone's got these cameras out. They're trying to take a picture of you or whatever especially if there's like 30 people for three weekends like i would get annoyed oh yeah i would i would be annoyed like four hours into it yeah. but that's just my anti-social <laughs> personality i'd be like why are you here <laughs> why does everybody keep trying to talk to me yeah <laughs> now the the super the super creepy thing was when we went all the way upstairs in this little attic type situation that's right when the camera died at the very end if you watch the youtube footage and you're curious about that our whole entire investigation is up there for you to witness no we're not the type of people that's putting you know little words over the screen telling you what we think we hear it's up to you if you want to listen to any of the spirit box footage that we have it's up to you what, what you want to believe that you heard. Mm-hmm. We're and please not share it with us, too. Yeah. Like, comment and let us know what you think you see, what you think you hear. We want to hear it. Yeah. Even if you even if you disagree with it completely mm-hmm. and you want to try to mm-hmm. disprove mm-hmm. anything that we went through, we're open to all of that. We're not here mm-hmm. to change your mind. That's not our goal. Yeah. It's just to kind of explore what's out there. Mm-hmm. This, Absolutely. The super creepy thing upstairs, though. I love super. It's my favorite word today. She's like, hey, guys. Oh, Harlow would like to talk. What do you want to say? Duck. Duck. I heard duck. Hey, you want to say flamingo? 
Flamingo. Oh, she kind of said it right that time. You did. Good job. Flamingo. Flamingo. Oh, you're doing better. She used to say it very differently, so. Yeah. <laughs> Think of all the possibilities that an F word would be. And then add Mingo. And then add, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Super cute. Oh I laughed so hard. Um, so upstairs, there is a ballroom mm-hmm. in this building. And there's supposedly a woman who haunts the ballroom. But if you keep going further up, another set of staircase, it's this really small attic type space. There's two really thin pane windows that overlook out. And the whole reason why we went up is we were hearing the spirit box tell us to go up. You know, it kept repeating that. So we're like, okay, we'll go up. We'll, we'll do what you're asking. We went upstairs. The moment we start walking up the steps, the the battery started dying. Mm -hmm. Then the camera shut off the moment we walked in. But we still had our ghost box going. And that's when things got a little little weird. Yeah. I wish we would have had some type of recording anything on it because it was... It was a little intense. It was definitely intense. Ah! We had another girl who was investigating, a young girl. She went up there with us. And she had got her spirit box out mm-hmm. and had her headphones in and was just trying to compare to what oh. our spirit box was saying versus her spirit box. And anytime that we asked a direct question, we were getting the same answers from our spirit box oh, and wow. from her spirit box. Yeah. That was eerie. Oh. One thing it kept repeating was burn. Burn. Jump. Push. Push, yeah. And hurry. Yeah. Burn, jump, push, hurry. So we're, we're trying to communicate. We're like, okay, were you pushed? You know, this is, at this point, we're, what, three stories up? I mean, that's, that's a big fall if you were to jump or be pushed out of, of a window. We were getting some, some mixed mixed responses that really left us confused you know were you pushed or did you jump mm-hmm. we asked if there was a fire it said yes mm-hmm. thanks to the libraries being closed right now and lovely covid yeah <laughs> we're unable to do a lot of research on this building to find out if there ever was a fire i mean it, it would be it doesn't have to burn the entire building mm-hmm. down, but if that attic caught on fire and there was they would no, have had to jump yeah, out. that would be your only way out. There's only one way in, one way out. There's no fire escape through yeah. that window. All the old footage that I've seen, there's no fire escape, like Mm-mm. the old pictures of that building. So if there was a fire up there, you'd have to jump. Right. Most likely, you're not going to make that that land. But then what was interesting is like when it brought up when we we're talking about being pushed. The spirit that we don't know if it was the same spirit that we were speaking to, it was like him. It kept saying him. And then at one point it was he's back. Yes. So that was, and that's when we asked, like, did is he the one that pushed you? And I don't remember if we got an answer on that. Um, no, it said hurry. Also, at that exact moment, I had got up. Everyone, we were all sitting down, all three of us were sitting down on the floor in the center of this room. It's not very big. And so I got up and moved over to the window when we were trying to figure out, okay, did you jump or were you pushed? And I said, is this the window you 
fell out of, and it said no. Then I walked over to the other window, and I said, is this the window you fell out of? And it said yes. And then it started spouting off like a lot of different words. You're not always going to get a clear response from a spirit box. So a lot of commotion. And I asked, does this make you nervous? Mm -hmm. And it said, yes. And it said Ashley. Yes, said my name. It said your name a couple times, too. I don't... That was later, though. Was it later? Because it said your name first. It said Ashley, and then it said sit down. Yes. So I, I went back and sat down. At that point, Melissa started getting a really weird vibe. It said he's back. Hurry. I mean, the feeling, the emotion, if you just want to go off of reading an emotion in a room, whether you're picking up on something spiritual or you're picking up on, you know, people that are actually in the room around you, if you're picking up on their emotions, you know, being an empath, then it, it was a weird feeling. Like, there was, it was tense. Oh, yeah. It was very tense. Um, you started getting... I had major... Goosebumps, which that's not, I feel like that's not even the appropriate way to describe the feeling. But it was automatic chills, I guess. And I mean, I had goosebumps all over, and it was weird because it was like I was gripping my hands, you know, when you interlace your fingers, and I was gripping, and for some reason I couldn't ungrip. And it was like a constant chill, and just I didn't feel right. And then that's when the spirit kept saying to leave. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Leave. Leave. And I started to get the feeling like, okay, it's warning. Like, it wants us to leave. But I didn't think of it as it was like, you need to get out. I felt like it was the spirit saying, hey, you need to leave. Like, something bad is about to happen. Mm-hmm. That's what I was getting. And I guess I was feeling. And it was to the point where it's like, okay, I think we should listen to it. <laughs> and I do, I do remember when, it's so funny, the things that you start remembering after the fact, like after you were in there and after you're experiencing everything, just the flood of memories that come back to you. Um, the girl that had, the young girl that went up there with us, when it started saying burn, burn, and that was repeated so many times, she said, I'm starting to get really hot. Like, it yeah. was already hot up there, but she was feeling a more intense heat mm -hmm. than w what we were going through. Like, she, she felt very, very hot. And that I felt that was a little weird. And that was towards the very end, too. Yeah. And she let, like, she didn't even say bye to us. She just left. Yeah, right after that, she was gone. Like, I have no idea. If you're listening to this... I hope you're... I hope you're okay. Yeah. If you want to talk, we're always here. I do... We can do a cleanse. Like, if you feel like you need a cleanse. Oh, yeah. We don't can, be scared. No. And don't, don't... I hate when a lot of people feel like they're going to be made to feel silly yeah. about any of this. Like, even if you're not a believer, but you have that uneasy feeling, you're not being able to shake it. Like, you should be able to come forth and talk to someone about it. There's a really, I don't feel like anyone in this world that has an exact understanding of what all of this is. That's why there's such a huge group of people that are interested in it and want to know more. Because we all have that, that thirst. And being scared is just part of it. Yeah. It's okay to admit that. Mm -hmm. um, I can't wait until we talk about a few... <laughs> A few more podcasts into this, and we've got some other creepy stuff to talk about. Yes. And I would love to word vomit all of it for you right now, but we've we've got to keep this a podcast. So, <clears throat> oh, um, I lost my 
lost my train of thought. Give me a second. The Oh, the basement. Oh, my gosh. The basement. There was a lot to that. Yeah. So we could never get in the basement when we were trying to because there was tons of people in there. And then after the upstairs thing, and then Michaela just bounced. She left, and we're like, well, we were going to leave. But then we're like, no, let's try to go down in the basement. Yeah, one more time. So we went down there, and there was a girl doing a spirit box already down there. Mm -hmm. And she, this is something I don't agree with. So if you don't like that I don't agree with this, that's fine. But I don't think you should disrespect the spirits. And anyway, just like I wouldn't disrespect you if I came into your house. Um, she was calling it an asshole yeah. and like trying to taunt it, which that's what some investigators do. They do try to taunt the spirit to get it to act out, but then you can't expect it to be a nice reaction. Um, it said her last name, her last name, and then she stormed out of the room because she was mad that it said her last name. Yeah, she got really scared. I think it was more scared yeah. than mad. And like when we say storm out of the room, like I mean instant stand up metal chair scooted all the way back with force and she booked it out of so i mean if you're if you're going to have that taunting mechanism (laughs) to try to ease your own fear maybe i'm not sure why people do that but if you're really trying to get that reaction don't run from the reaction that you just you asked received. for. Yeah. yeah, you you asked for this reaction. If you walk into a bar or, like Melissa said, someone's house, and you call someone an asshole, and they get up in your face, Would you I mean, that's, that's cause and effect. That's going to happen. So if it's a spirit and you're taunting it, you're calling it an asshole, and it gets angry with you or singles you out personally out of you know the few people that were down there, I don't feel like you have the... <laughs> you don't have the room to... Be mad that it did that. Yeah, or be upset with it. Yeah. So we stayed down there for a little bit longer. I asked the group if they cared if me and Melissa did our own spirit box. Um, they were all for that. I don't think any of them had any other equipment. They had a water bottle sitting on the in the center of the table, and we're trying to get the spirit to manifest enough to knock the water bottle over, which is fine. I mean, I don't really see anything super wrong with that. People do need to understand that this isn't the movie Ghost. Right. You know, it's not It's not as easy if, for them to physically manifest and move things around if they're really there. If, if, they, if it was that easy, then don't you think more things like that would happen? Right. There would be a lot more footage of things like that being done. There's, there's a lot of footage out there. Some of it's fake, so you got to be prepared for prepared for that. But when you start treating it like a plaything, that's kind of not a good idea either. But if you're going to make it easier for them, I guess, to, to manifest, it's, it's a lot of pressure. I mean, if I didn't have the ability to actually interact with the human, the living realm... And I just had so much energy. This is like two weeks into people being here trying to like really mess with my energy levels. And I'm trying to like give them what they want. Make it a little bit easier, you know, like set the, set the bottle a little off to the, to the side of the table. Make sure it's balanced very well, obviously, where it would take an actual force to knock it down. But I mean, they're not supermen. They, they don't have like all this crazy strength and 
you can't use that as a way to discredit if a place is haunted or if it's not haunted. Yeah. That's that's my only argument there. Well, I think people expect big things to happen. And it might be small things, but they expect it always to be big. It's not, no. It can't it can't always be big. Yeah. But I think that's what I mean, and if you're like you're curious, you want to see something big happen. Oh, of course. So I think that but I think because if you see or you watch scary movies, it's always big and extravagant things mm-hmm. happening. So people expect that. And then if that's not it, then it's like, oh, no, there's nothing there. But you have to be patient yeah, I also, and listen for the little things. I feel like it was the same group of people, too, that were down in the basement the entire time. Because mm-hmm. anytime that we did go down there with the camera, like I couldn't, you couldn't see anything, you know, just night vision. Thank goodness for that. Because... Everyone was kind of still in the same spot. Yeah. Like, when I would walk in there and look on the camera, like, everyone's still on the, in the same spot. So, I really think it was the same group. That's another not-so-good idea. You definitely need to walk around and, and let things kind of happen on their own. Put a voice recorder down. Leave the room. It's okay if you catch something and you're not there to witness it firsthand. I mean, it kind of sucks, but you'll be able to watch it or listen to it, you know? Yeah. So, you'll still get to experience it. And, and I'm not saying that because I'm I'm sour that we didn't get the opportunity. <laughs> we did get stuff though we, down there. We did, yeah. There was definite creepy vibes. Like Ashley took our EMF reader and was walking around the basement and asking where it was in the basement, and it said behind, and she said behind what, and it said Melissa. Yes. And that's when I was like. Great. <laughs> like, why does it keep messing with me? And then that's when it also said, I can't remember, it said burn again down there. Yes. And we let everyone know in the group, you know, this is something that it's been saying. And it laughed again down there, too. We did get another really creepy thing, which some of the basement footage uh, we did not get. It was not, <laughs> we had a lot of technical difficulties. That place definitely messed with my camera. There was moments where we completely lost audio. For whatever reason, like, the the audio was just completely cut from that section. But the rest of the recording was fine. Mm -hmm. And, like, it would pick back up. It's super weird. I don't don't get that. Take that as you will. (laughs) And now I forgot where I was going. Welcome to coffee and ghosts. Mm -hmm. Hope you're enjoying yourselves. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, guys, we're just people, all right? Like... Oh, and then what was really cool, because I just felt weird leaving the Vestlage building. And I know also, if you're ever feeling weird leaving a haunted place, people are always scared to be like, no, I'm not feeling right. Like, people are going to think I'm being overreacting. You should always speak on what you're feeling. And I'm oh, yeah. a huge person on cleansing afterwards. I We saged ourselves in Ashley's car, which would probably look weird to people, but... In the... No. If you, <laughs> this was a status on Facebook, just <laughs> dropping this, Okay. But this is literally what happened. So before we go to the Vestlage building, all right, I'm sitting out in the car. We're at a gas station. Melissa's going in to get us some water and stuff. And I'm sitting there. She she hands me the, the sage stick, and I'm trying to get it to light, which, wow, what kind of magic do you have to have to be able to light these freaking things? <laughs> trying to get it to light. Burning my hand on the lighter. I just feel, like, so helpless at this point. I finally got it, you know, a little bit of smoke's coming off, and I'm like, well, this is enough, right? Like, this will do the trick. Melissa comes back 
opens up the door and she's like, people are freaking weird. <laughs> I'm sitting in the middle of a gas station parking lot with a whole entire bundle of sage trying to get it to the light on fire so we can cleanse ourselves. But yeah, go ahead. People are weird. <laughs> Tell me what these weird people were doing. <laughs> I feel like if you don't sage yourself, you're weird. Okay? <laughs> it's fine. I enjoy the smell of sage. Sage and lavender mixed together. Dang. Yeah, it's beautiful. But make sure you have someone, like, you can tell that you don't feel right. I think that's important. So anyways, like, I lost my train of thought. So I was just feeling weird, and I, even when Ashley dropped me off at home, I was like, now all this weird crap's gonna happen to me, like it always does after an investigation. Weird stuff happens at my house. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Like, I have a nightlight in my house, you guys. <laughs> like, I am the one person that's like, I'm skeptical. Like, I want to believe, but there's, a, I feel like if there's a logical explanation for why something happened, then you can't discredit the logical explanation that's that's there. Like, an EMF reader, for for example, I am not a huge fan of those. Because there are so many different things that can make it go off and give you a reading of what you think it is. And even in your house, if you have a strong EMF reading in your house, that's going to give you so many different side effects. You're going to feel paranoid. You're going to feel all these different things that are scientifically proven. And that's what a lot of people will use as evidence in the paranormal. But if there's a scientific reason for why you're going through that... Then you can't you can't chalk it all up to paranormal. Just like right. anything super creepy that happens, you can't always have an explanation for what caused that. Right. And that's okay. Both both are okay yeah. to happen. But EMFs. Oh man, we'll have future stories on EMFs because <laughs> yeah. I'm starting to to like them a little bit more. <laughs> We've been going on kind of what to expect a little bit. We go on weekly adventures. One day a week we go to a, a haunted location in Indiana and check it out. So definitely tune in every single Wednesday so you can hear more about our adventures, what we discovered. Definitely subscribe on YouTube so you guys can see these adventures for the first time. My daughter pooped again, so, so. I'll be back. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're fine. So was there was there anything? Am I missing anything from the Vestage building? It all happened so fast. It did when we started to get stuff. It was literally like a thirty-minute time frame. Oh yeah. But I think that was about. I think that was it. Oh yeah. I mean, aside from the the oh yeah, just one more time. I'm gonna throw that out there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> aside from what we caught. On, on footage and what we just talked about. I really I feel like that kind of wraps up what the Vestlage building was. Now, I did say, you know, we, we go, every week we go to a new location. That does not mean that we will not go back to a location should it be deemed worthy enough to go back to. And I know at the beginning of this I said, you know, you can't discredit or credit a location based off of one investigation. I still think that that holds truth, um, but we we don't want to focus on this going to the same things. Our whole 
thing is to like focus on growth and, and going out. So if you become, you know, a huge supporter of this channel, of the YouTube, like that. says maybe. Maybe. Maybe you did. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, Lanta. Anyways, go yeah, ahead. <laughs> but, if, but if you become a supporter, like that, that is what you are supporting. You are supporting our growth. You're supporting us to be able to go to like really cool locations that you would love to see someone go to. You can check us out again on Facebook. You can communicate with us. We love to hear from everybody. We do have merch. Those links will be, you know, available. So if you really want to show your support, that's a cool way to do it. You know, we get some, you get some. It's happy. We're pretty transparent here. Yes. We, we understand. You are giving us money at that point. Or even just like subscribing to our YouTube is huge. Oh, oh my gosh. Even this podcast, just yeah. listening to this one. Thank you. You yes. know, listening to the whole entire thing, that helps us get some money. Yeah. It's more about being able to go to the investigations, and that's that's what we need to do. So in order for us to get there, we have to have your guys' help. Right. We have to have your support. So anyone that's been here this whole entire time, new people love that you. are here, yeah, we love you so much. Without you guys, a lot of future plans... And existing equipment that we have would not have happened without you all. So, and also, if you have experiences, oh, the ABCs. If you have experiences of your own that you like want to share with us, message us on Facebook and tell us about them. We love to read about people's experiences that they've encountered, and we're non-judgmental. Yeah. So, like, send whatever you want. Well, not whatever you want. You know, let's just keep it paranormal. Re rephrase on that. There, there are some people where the paranormal really excites them. Apparently. Yeah, apparently. Um, yeah. Don't try to make us uncomfortable. Yeah, don't do that. We're strict, we're for a paranormal, so let's just keep it with paranormal. Yeah. Yeah, we'll take compliments all day long. Don't cross that line. Yeah, please don't. That's weird. weird. <laughs> yeah, not afraid to use that block button. Just saying. Just saying. Banned for life. <laughs> yeah, no remorse, and, and we're, we're moms at the end of the day. If you guys have not been able to get that from this episode, like we are moms, that's our first job, and that's kind of who we are all the time. Do we love the idea of the paranormal? Yes, absolutely. That's why we're doing this. Keep in mind, we're people. We have feelings. Don't be mean with the comments. Right. And we love you guys. Stay creepy. And be kind to one another. I love you. <laughs>